Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. Today we'll be looking at Parashah Bamidbar, which runs from Numbers chapter 1 verse 1 to chapter 4 verse 20. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website. Sand, 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 nothing but sand everywhere you look. That was how my friend felt as he ran the sand marathon in Morocco several years ago. He had his food, clothes and tent on his back and was attempting to run a marathon each day for a week across the desert. If I'm honest, I didn't think I would ever see my friend again. As we start to look at Bamidbal, the fourth book in the Chumash, we'll find a lot of similarities between the desert wanderings of our ancestors and the sand marathon. Our ancestors were chosen in Bereshit, rescued from slavery and arrived at Mount Sinai in Shmot, and started to discover in detail who this God was that they were serving in Vayikra. Now, in the book of Bamidbal, they leave the safe confines of familiarity and start a long journey to the land of promise. They're surrounded by nothing but sand and they're carrying their food and housing with them. It's going to be a long journey, much longer than they could have ever imagined. But this week's parasha doesn't start off with a journey. It starts off with an inventory. God instructs Moses to take a census of the people, which is why this book has traditionally been known as Numbers. The first chapters give us nothing but names and numbers, almost like a telephone book. We'll soon find ourselves flipping the pages looking for something exciting. We find lists of families, camping arrangements and descriptions of what the tribe of Levi is supposed to do. Reading this, we can ask the question, why? Why did God want to take a census before setting up on the journey? Why was it important to register everyone's family trees? Perhaps when we think of God, we think of him being the God of the big. After all, he is the king of the universe, as we say in our blessings. It's easy to see him as far away, transcendent and only concerned with the big picture. And yet he's also the God of the details. He's the one who made sea creatures in the Mariana Trench that have only been discovered in the last hundred years or so. He made quarks and microbes, protons and neutrons. Not only that, but we learn from these details at the start of Bamidbal that he's deeply concerned with the details in our lives. In the book of Tehillim, David says that he knows our worries and our troubles, and he knows what we will say even before we say it. He knows our minds, our hearts, even our bodies. Not only does he know, but he wants us to know that he knows. He wants us to know that our thoughts matter to him. God's omnipotence, of course, is a very big comfort to our ancestors as they set out on their very own version of the sand marathon. Their God is not just the God of the big picture, he's also the God of the details. And it's also a comfort to us as we set out on our own marathon, not across the sands of the Moroccan desert, but across the challenges of life. Because, as we established in a previous episode, life is a journey. But it's not an easy journey. It's a desert filled with many possible sources of harm. And yet we can navigate through it by taking each step with a God who knows the way through, the God of the details. We have to learn to trust this God, unlike our ancestors, as we will read later on in the book of Bamidbal. It's not going to be pretty. 
Yet it is the same God of the details who prepared in advance a detailed description of the guide who would help us to complete our life marathon. Written between 500 and 700 years before the Common Era, Yeshayahu Anavi, Isaiah the prophet, tells us that this guide would suffer and die on behalf of our own people. He would be falsely accused, but not give an answer to his accusers. He would die with criminals and would be buried in the grave of a rich man. He would be a descendant of King David of the tribe of Judah. Over 500 years later, this detailed description would be met by Yeshua the Messiah, who would die on our behalf to make a way for us to reach the promised land. Not Eretz Israel, but rather an eternity with him. As it turns out, my friend did survive the sand marathon. After months of planning and six exhausting days in the desert, he made it to the finishing line. But he and we all are still running the real marathon, our lives. What an encouragement to know that no matter what we go through in life, the God of the details is running the race with us. He knows your past hurts and sufferings, your baggage. He's able to take it away if you turn to him and put your trust in the Messiah Yeshua. Don't waste your life running around in circles in the desert. Come to the God who knows you intimately. Don't run in vain. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our Parashah's present. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.